0: (sighs) welcome to a new episode of sweet but salty the bliss point of podcasts or what's left of it i don't know maybe this is the sweet podcast i have no idea the only thing i know is i'm having so much fun talking about things that matter to me and putting out what i hope is some sort of quality content and something that may inspire someone out there So today, I want to talk about a topic that's very dear to my heart, that's been on my mind for about a week, and I wanted to record an episode three days ago, and for some reason, I wasn't ready. Like, my thoughts were not formulated enough for them to be put out, so I just needed to take a little bit more time to really think about what to say and how to phrase it, and I hope I can do this beautiful topic justice. We're talking about women. I mean, it's the best topic ever. (laughs) But before we jump into it, I need to tell you a little bit more about my past, just so you have an idea of why this is so special and important to me. As you might have noticed, my speech or accent or however you want to call it is quite Americanized. Let's put it that way. I'm not saying I have the perfect American accent and probably far from it. Uh, I don't know and I don't care, but... You can definitely hear a little bit of inspiration from the U.S. If you're wondering why that is, I have a very, very short answer for you consisting of two words. Jared Leto. <laughs> Seriously, I was such a huge 30 seconds to Mars fan. I I can't even put it in words. Like, I was obsessed with this man for six, seven years of my life. Legit. Like, I still have a post-it shaped like a heart from 10 years ago that says, I will get married to Jared Leto. And I still remember writing it. And I have to say, a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars songs were very important to me. And I can say that their record, This Is War, is kind of the soundtrack of my youth. I remember being in 8th grade when I decided I wanted to to speak american english that's basically a very conscious choice that i made i said i want to try to replicate an accent as perfectly as i can and i thought that my chances of speaking american english like an american were better than speaking british english like a brit so i said yeah i'm gonna go for that and i literally listened to hundreds of 30 seconds to mars and jared leto interviews in that time but i came back home from school sat down went on youtube and just watched another interview of 30 seconds to mars and looking back i think what i like so much about jared leto despite his breathtakingly amazing looks i mean you can't change my mind on that he's one of the most handsome men i've ever seen in my entire life no doubt about it and yes i have seen him in person (laughs) i really have more than once and he stepped on my foot once at a concert and i had a meet and greet with 30 seconds to mars as well despite him having a flawless appearance basically what i really like about him is the way that he speaks and that's something that i really like about people in general and that i really like about men when someone knows how to use words and how to speak properly and well yeah if he has somewhat of a sexy voice as well I'm kind of (laughs) sold so that was definitely the case with Jared and um I can now say I have unfanned myself (laughs) definitely because you know my view on them and on him in particular has changed a lot I don't agree with a lot of things that he does. I don't agree with the type of persona he portrays to the outside. A lot of the symbols that are associated with his band. The way that he treats people. The way that he acts. And, you know, just their music. And I think that's the biggest part. I just don't like their music anymore. I don't think it can be called music. It's just like adapting to current trends. And that to me has nothing to do with with music. But I did watch an interview with i think jimmy fallon and jared leto a couple of days back and i have to say still really like the way that he expresses himself i really like that there you have it the secret behind my accent is obviously jared leto and not the fact that i lived in the u.s for a year of my life (laughs) definitely when i was there a lot of people actually said that i sound quite american which was great i was very proud of that and um Yeah, what I can also say what I've learned from all this time of being so obsessed with a band and a particular musician is that it really takes your focus away from yourself. I think that having the quality not of being obsessed with something but being very passionate about a topic is very very good and very important. But I do think it's so so important to channel that into something productive. And I can tell you, fandom is not productive at all. <laughs> it's kind of fun, and it definitely makes you invest a lot of money into you know fan stuff, but um, take all of that and try to channel all that passion into yourself and into nurturing the things that you love. Well, I still don't think it's bad to be such a huge fan of, of an artist because music is beautiful. And even though my passion for 30 Seconds to Mars has definitely faded, My love for music is still there. And to me, music is the most direct way of expressing myself. I literally put everything I have into what I play and especially into what I sing. And I think singing is so personal. It's so pure. And it's just my essence that is being transported to the outside world. And I'm definitely not the best singer at all. But I put so much heart and soul into Whatever I sang. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was so afraid of doing it in front of people and of being vulnerable because it's so personal and because it's something that really comes from the depths of me. And I'm not a very emotional person. I don't like showing emotions to be honest and I've associated showing emotions with weakness for a very long time and I think me being afraid of singing for people and being vulnerable, being emotional also had to do with me being scared of stepping into my feminine energy. I actually suppressed it for a very long time because I saw myself as this really analytical, rational, driven, an ambitious person, and I definitely am all these things, but I was so caught up in that. Those traits were so dominant, and I just basically dealt with things in a more male way. And I can tell you one thing that literally, physically, emotionally, and psychologically made me sick. And stepping into the feminine has been part of my healing process, and a very important and profound one. Us women, we're just beautiful. We're strong, but sensitive and empathetic. And we have that special intuitive side that helps us create beautiful things. And above all, feminine energy is creative energy. We receive and we bring into life. We birth things. I mean, we birth people, obviously, (laughs) but we also birth things and ideas, and we are creators by nature, and that's just beautiful. And I think for the longest time, I relied a lot more on the rational and analytical side inside of me, and kind of neglected that creative urge and that very sensitive part of myself. I also always said that I don't want children, but after having had a very profound experience, my views on so many things have changed. One of them is actually the topic of male and female energy, and also having children. I don't have to have children, but today I say whatever happens, happens. And if I do become a mom, I will embrace that 100%. But. I do need the ideal partner by my side, where mutual understanding and support and trust are a given. And I see family as some sort of a project that you work on together, that you build up, that you shape, and yeah, it's just something that makes you grow together. And for that, I just, I know I need the right man by my side. so one thing i've definitely also realized is that it takes both energies we all have more male and female sides inside of us that's normal but most women tend to have a more feminine energy and most men tend to have more masculine energy but the synergy really creates amazing things i should maybe explain what exactly healthy masculine and feminine energies are Masculine energy is usually associated with being assertive, deeply present, disciplined, focused, in integrity. It's linear, logical, problem solving, responsible, stable, structured, supportive, and about taking action. Feminine energy is said to be adaptive, caring, connecting, creative empathetic, flowing, focused, intuitive, magnetic, nurturing, playful, receptive, reflective, and there are symbols associated with masculine energy and female energy, and those are so interesting because usually the sky, sun, and day are associated with the masculine, just like the right side of our bodies, whereas the earth, the moon, and night are associated with the feminine, and so is the left side of our bodies. I like things like that, that's so fascinating, and yeah, just maybe something to think about. And I have to say, I'm definitely not a feminist at all. That's because, to me, feminism as a movement is named after just one side of the metal, while people claim to be fighting for equality, that is phrased the wrong way. I mean, we don't have to talk about those extremists who claim that there is no real biological difference between the sexes, or that women shouldn't be called women anymore, but rather menstruating people. Maybe it's just me, but I don't want to be reduced to a bodily function. Definitely not. And those things just actually leave me speechless. And even more so, I'm left speechless by the people who support that. I just don't get it. To me, feminism definitely had its place in the past. It was incredibly important to give us, you know, the rights that we have today. Um, Just thinking that about 50 years ago, a woman could not just go to work, but had to have permission by her husband to do that is just, I mean, crazy. And I think that supporting women to reach their fullest potential is not just amazing, but so, so, so vital and important but so is supporting all people in reaching their full potential. And that's why I don't consider myself a feminist at all, but I consider myself a humanist. Humanism is the essence of what I truly believe in, and that's that we are not supposed to be equal as in being the same. We are all unique individuals who, by definition, can't be the same. Instead, we are all worth the same. We have the same value, no matter who we are and where we come from. And there are so many components and influences that make us who we are. Our gender is just one part of that. But there are other things like our culture, our ethnicity, our religion, our sexual orientation, and so on, that really, really have an impact on us. And the moment you define yourself through one of those trades in case of feminism, that being your gender, your focus is just so incredibly limited and you ignore so many beautiful and different aspects of your being. And yeah, I just don't like that. I think by considering yourself as fundamentally unequal in a very negative way, you make yourself a victim. And that's just wrong. I think that self-victimization is about the worst thing you can do to yourself yes there is still a gender pay gap and so on but seriously i don't care if i really get paid less than a man i ask myself does he really do a better job than me that could justify that and if the answer is yes i ask myself what can i improve about my skills and my competence and if the answer is no Then I ask myself, how can I improve my confidence and assertiveness in order to communicate to my boss or whoever is in charge that I deserve a pay raise or a promotion? But the first thing I do is not think about how awful it is to be a woman in today's society and that I need to fight against the patriarchy and whatever. No, I don't care. I just look at myself and I just wonder, how can I change? How can I improve to get what I want? And I can tell you one thing, I usually always get what I want. (laughs) And you know why? Because I work for it, and I don't stop until I get it. I think our society is changing, and I hope that we will see more and more people being hired because of their skills, because of their competence, and most importantly, because of their personality instead of their demographics. And one way or another, we have to keep in mind there is discrimination. There's also positive discrimination, meaning that individuals are favored who belong to a group that has been discriminated against. And I think neither is the way to go. In the end, what should matter is really who you are and what you bring to the table. And it shouldn't matter what you look like, how tall you are, the color of your skin, your age, whatever. I mean, ageism is also a thing. Don't don't underestimate that, but my stance is to support people for who they are and how they treat others and what they do. We need strong people with strong values, with strong characters, and strong beliefs in the right things, and that's what we need. And yes, I know that different people have different starting points, and that oftentimes also has to do with certain characteristics about them, their ethnicity, for example. And we should definitely work on giving everybody access to education and opportunities to develop themselves. That's definitely something we need to work on as a society. And now, to sum this up, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love being a woman. We're just amazing, and we get to do fun girl stuff while slaying at whatever we do. I don't think it gets better than that, (laughs) and our species wouldn't exist without us, let's be honest. We wouldn't be here if men were the ones giving birth, definitely. Those are just some of the many, many reasons I celebrate all the strong women. And I can assure you, every woman ever is a strong woman or was a strong woman. I think women just have a very specific kind of intuition. We kind of sense things before men sense them. That's my experience. If we want to or not, we're a lot more sensitive and empathetic. And instead of considering that a weakness or a disadvantage, I think it makes us incredibly strong and it makes us incredibly receptive to things that other people just don't pick up on, especially men, most men. This was a kind of different episode than I intended, but those are really, really important thoughts that are on my mind. I'm always so interested in hearing your opinions. Let me know, and I don't care if you're male or female or something in between or none of that, I just don't care, and you shouldn't either, it's not that important. What matters is who you are as a person, and there is so much more to you. Never forget that. But yeah, I love being a woman, I think we're incredible. and Let me quote Beyonce, who run the world? To be honest, I don't know, probably a bunch of billionaires who are into AI and veganism and want to take over the medical system, but I couldn't care less. (laughs) I'm just doing my own thing and so should you. Peace out.